Today's episode of Dungeon Crawlers Radio is brought to you by Gamers Inn, your one-stop location for all your gaming needs. Located in Lehigh City, Utah, their fun and friendly staff will be more than happy to answer any of your gaming needs. Just remember, Gamers Inn, it's where adventures begin. Broadcasting live from the DCR studio. Oh, yeah! The Geek Revolution starts here. Excellent! Get ready for the number one hit geek radio show out there. Well, it is impressive, isn't it? Because it's time for Dungeon Crawlers Radio. To another exciting episode of Dungeon Crawlers Radio, where McKay is eating a lot of sweets, and we have no clue what we're going to talk about. No, we're just kidding. It's Dungeon Crawlers, and it's game time. We know what we're talking about. We're going to talk about geek stuff. So, there's a lot of really cool uh, geek TV series, uh, superhero, whatever it is that you like that has come out this new season. We've got new episodes of Gotham. We have The Flash. We have The Arrow, Legends of Tomorrow. Luke We've Cage got Luke Cage. We've got uh, Star Wars Rebels. The list goes on. There's tons of exciting things out there, let alone really cool tra- trailers that have dropped recently for, for movies. Yeah. Yeah. Gal- yep. oh. Logan, which is the, the, the final Hugh Jackman Wolverine. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I just want to say, let's start out with that. Yeah. That was an amazing trailer. First impression, yeah. There was not a lot said, but the fact that you see a beat up old you know, Wolverine Johnny Cash, know, Johnny Cash is her playing song over it is that so song perfect. over there, and then you hear so the Patrick Stewart voiceover. It was beautifully, masterfully done. It, loved it, it Patrick Stewart. Me up. Loved Logan, and it, yeah, it, it's the end of an era. You know, yeah, it's like this is gonna be it. Yeah. So I don't know. So wait, are they <sighs> they're so jumping forward too. into the future? It looks like. So so this are... is based on the old man Logan story. Mm-hmm. So when it's. Towards the end of Logan's life, his healing factor doesn't work very well anymore. It's starting to, it's, it's starting to ebb. It's pretty much a post-apocalyptic type uh, era. I mean, there's there's a whole uh, town of hulks, and they're like redneck hillbillies. Wait, is that going to be actually in the movie, though? I don't know if that'll be in the movie. doing that from the comics, I'm like, I don't want to say much about it, because a lot of no. the times, comic stuff doesn't make no, it No, I mean, movie. more than likely, that's and not going to be in there, because... Out. Fox doesn't own the rights to that. But um, that's part of that storyline. Um, Professor X is an old, old dude that like is Alzheimer's that has Alzheimer's and he, he's not doing very well. Uh, um, I think what they're, they're doing here is they're also going to try to e- introduce X-23. Yeah, she's um, super young, but... Um, no, that's about the right age. Really? Yeah, yeah. Well, um, for old man Logan, though. No, like the little girl that's with him is, is X twenty three. That's X twenty three. But X twenty has always been depicted as a young, well, well, what was in more of the younger age, like yeah. more mo- modern age. Yeah, she's 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 a young teenager. Um, so, so that they're introducing that character. 
And I mean, they really did a great job making Hugh Jackman look old. Yeah, I well, mean, that's what I think Chris do. Do we know where this is in the timeline? We don't. We don't know where it's in the timeline or anything like that. Can we get here? Um, you know, is it before <laughs> the timeline was rebu- rebooted? I mean, we don't know. We don't know. I mean, I'm assuming it's, you know, it's the, the new timeline, Days of Future Past. That timeline we saw at the very beginning never happened. Who knows? Yeah, um, they still said most of the mutants are extinct, so... If yeah. I don't know, yeah, I, I think I'm going for more of a serious, more of a rated R movie. <coughs> no, it's well, definitely it is, it is that whole. I know the I'm old man Logan series is a very bloody. Did you guys watch the international series. trailer or just the regular one? Just the regular. So one. in the yeah. international one, like he puts his fist and just like oh yeah, right up into someone's yeah. head. It was just right through his skull. So in old man Logan, that series, he he just doesn't care. He is old. He's in pain. He just doesn't care. I mean, he literally. There's uh, several panels where you just see bodies just, you know, torn apart all around Logan, and he's just standing there panting. You know, and it's just like we're gonna see that. I mean, we're gonna see that graphic nature, and this you can only do it in a rated R. There, you wouldn't be able to do the story wow. in injustice, unfortunately. Yeah. I mean, it's like trying to do the Deadpool movie. You just wouldn't have been able to do a proper justice. Or like uh, The Killing Joke. Or The Killing Joke, yeah. You just couldn't have done it without it yeah. being hard. Right, so, so that comes out March, so, right? Yeah. yeah, so we got that. Uh, the teaser trailer for Guardians of the Galaxy 2 came out. Looks Little awesome. Groot. Baby which Groot. was awesome. I mean, it definitely it didn't show too much, but it was still enough to get everyone excited, in yeah. my opinion. And that's what, did it, I didn't see, did it announce when an actual trailer would drop, or it was just, no, it was like just a, a teaser. Get excited. Yeah. yeah, it was a teaser trailer. Yeah. Um, I'm glad to see that, you know, the blue <coughs> guy comes back. I forget his name. Wait, which guy? The blue guy, you know, the... Oh, the one that, yeah, the one that was kind of his stepfather type. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Boy, I didn't eat you! Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just a Comic-Con. Uh, yeah. Michael Roker. Roker. Yeah, Michael Roker. Roker. Yeah, yeah. I love so that, that was really cool to see him back. You know, and they've done a great job with this. Again, another one of those comic books that just not a lot of people were big fans of, and now they brought together a really good cast and they made a good oh, movie. This is awesome. This is down awesome. The Tower of Terror ride just for Guardians. Yeah, hold on. Isn't there a lawsuit also, or isn't there also like not lawsuit? Um, like there's a petition. A petition. No, no. Well, yes, there's a petition, but isn't there extra money that they have to pay for the rights of Tower of Terror and Twilight Zone? Yeah, I thought I read is. somewhere else. Yeah, I think there is. To, to, to maintain it, they have to pay for rights because, I mean, technically, I think Paramount owns the rights as well as the yeah. Rod Sterling estate. And so it might be that that contract is up and instead of repaying those rights, they're just going to incorporate it into something I, else. But, you know, at the same time... Oh, yeah. I, I love Tower of Terror. At I, the same time, the Tower of Terror is kind of old and antiquated, and so it makes sense now that they own the Marvel, they own Star Wars, to yeah. kind of update things. You know, it's like... it's like the Swiss, Star Wars land is still a thing that's coming? I'm yeah. still so excited about that. You know, it, it's like, like the Swiss family down. Robinson tree that they had. And all they turned it into the Tarzan. Because they needed to update Because it's totally based on a movie that they don't even release anymore because it's considered racist by yeah. today's standards because of the, yeah. the song, right? Yeah. Which I don't even remember because I I, I haven't seen it since I was like six. Yeah, song of the South, right? Yeah. So it was yeah. Called, yeah, yeah. I really haven't seen that since the I mean, five, that so. one could have been updated to uh, that the, the Frog Princess. Easily. You're right, but the problem is is that's a really popular ride. I a lot of people love it. A really popular it, it. You're right. But I don't know. I don't know. We'll have to see. 
And where is Cusco? I would like to see a llama at Disneyland. Disney, I am calling you out. There is no Cusco. There is no Cusco in Disneyland. And I looked. I looked for all through all the people in dressed up, and there was no llama. No llama. Is there anything from Hercules? Huh? Is there anything from Hercules there? I don't remember. That's true. Maybe they yeah. just don't have enough. Belly. They just don't There's have. Not. Yeah. There's just not enough. I have like there. three heroes: Aladdin, Jasmine, and and Cusco. That's who that's, that's oh. Frozen musical. What? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's tragic. It was bummer. All right. So besides that, we've got great TV series. So the Flash started out with the Flashpoint this season, uh, which we obviously know is going to happen. Then he cut. He Barry Allen. I mean, we kind of talked about it, so we're not going to go into depth because we talked about it on another episode. But it it is a little disappointing. It has been a little disappointing. Hey, but something to be excited about, even though I don't even watch The Flash, apparently yeah. Mark Hamill was seen on set and in Joker-type clothing. So he's it was com- like literally yesterday or today. So he's coming back as a trickster. Well, that's what people were saying, but it, he had a different look than as the trickster. Like his really? hair is different and stuff like that, too. Mm. They saw him on set, and it may not even be anything. I mean, I assume it should be something if you get Mark Hamill on set. Oh, yeah. Well, it could be anything else because, I mean, I'll, I, the trickster has some really Joker-esque yes, movements. Yes, he does. Voices, uh, and it just could be costume. a new. It could be he's finally in costume because we've never really seen him in costume. Or it could be with this new Flashpoint that everything's been so switched around uh-huh. that maybe we'll it actually could be. see a Joker. How amazing! Yeah. That's or yeah. oh. it could be interesting. Yeah, it got me kind or of we see a renewed know. trickster, and that's why. It, uh, that's kind of the thing that is nice. That is interesting with this Flashpoint is they can take the same characters and reinvent them a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we've kind of already seen that. Uh, the guy that played Malfoy in. Um, yeah, I, I I don't like his character. I really don't. I haven't seen that yet. So I, yeah, I haven't seen that. Episode but people yet. posted that he's, a jerk. he's almost like Draco. Malfoy it is. It is. Flash. It's like, like Draco Malfoy, but he's a he's a CSI <laughs> police officer. And it's oh, like, nice. really? Does he not have any other style? he has other style. It's just character type. Yeah, That's, he, I know. I, I really hope it is. But um, so there's that. It is interesting. Let's see where it goes. The arrow, eh, kind of been eh. Okay, just I'm just putting this out there. CW, why would you limit everything to one app where it's not available at, on the normal like uh, app stores, like on Sony Blu-ray players yeah, and stuff I, like that? That's, I know it's not on my Apple TV either. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It, it, I feel like it's really limiting their audiences for the Flash, for Supernatural, no, I agree. for the, the Arrow, the Legends of Tomorrow. What other ones? Uh, Jane the Virgin for my wife. For my wife, not for me. I swear, it's just my wife that watches that show. No, I, so I mean, so far, and I hope it's changed. But so far, the CW series well, episodes, right? oh, they're amazing. they did. They're, they, they've been kind of bland. They really have been kind of bland. Even Supergirl. Now that they brought in Superman, because he's decided to hang around and, and team up with his cousin. Really, um, I don't like the design of the suit. Uh, it looks kind of weird. And it's just as you wear a Superman hat, Superman shirt, hey, and have Superman so in front of you. This gives me authority to say so. <laughs> you um, can be judgmental. So far, I'm just not impressed. Now, again, it, it may take a couple of episodes, and then the main story arc kicks in, and then they're, okay, awesome. Trying to find their groove. Yeah, they're trying to find their groove. They're doing a little something a little bit different. Okay, cool. I just, I just, I don't know. I, so far, I'm not impressed. Granted, we're only two. Well, this week will be three episodes, and I haven't watched this week's yet. Um, well, except for I did watch the new Flash one, but still, eh. Uh, so we'll see. You know, got- are you excited for that musical crossover no, episode? No, no, I'm not. <laughs> Completely I not. I that was even an idea that people were like, yeah, let's do that. Yeah, 
Well, yeah. I blame Joss Whedon on that one, the Buffy Vampire, the musical. Mm-hmm. Uh, Everybody thinks it's a good idea after that. No, no. See, that's what they... See, it was Psych. Psych was awesome. I loved Psych, the, the TV series on USA, until the musical, and oh, then I okay, never yeah, watched yeah. again. It literally turned me off on that series so badly, I'm like, I, I'm not watching. I literally did not watch it again until it came to Netflix. The entire season was over, or, or series was over came to Netflix. I skipped that episode and then watched everything after that and I'm just like, okay, this is... The write-downs like really went down. It it did. It just went downhill bad and the only thing that I enjoyed on the very last episode is they ended the entire series with an Oingo Boingo song which was awesome. I need to actually see the last episode. I have not seen it. All that I know... See, I think that I stopped Um, watching... Oingo Boingo uh, was only with Danny Elfman. Really? It stopped completely after that? Yeah. Yeah. No, the only thing that really bothered me about that series, other than the horrible, the, the way the writing just was so beautiful, and then then became this horrible just mess of random jokes. Oh yeah. Um, was uh, was the shout out that they were supposed to do to a college because they they had this the psych contest, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, where all the colleges in the world um could compete to see who watched psych like, the most by doing challenges, by yeah. watching it, by doing certain things online, and BYU. Uh, the local school here, universal or the religious school here in Provo, yeah. Utah, won, and so they were going to get a shout out. And, so and we they were ex- didn't. We were expecting a joke. We were expecting, you know, um, something. And then we found out. Okay, this is going to be the episode. This is the shout out. They're in a bar, and a girl comes in in a super tight shirt mm-hmm. uh, with a BYU insignia on it, and she just walks past the camera. Just like that's the shout out. You're wow. in a bar. Do you know at all anything about the school? Yeah, like this don't. is your number one fan base, and yet you've thrown they it alienated into some... him. Yeah, it, it was really disappointing. Yeah, well, so. that was that definitely went downhill. It's one of those episodes, and you know, and unfortunately, TV series do do that. They're doing really well, and then they they go downhill. <laughs> Not if you're on Fox. Yeah, Fox, Fox will cancel your budget first there. season, most more than likely, which has me really worried about Lethal Weapon because sure I'm actually. Farland, then they'll pick up any show you oh want no, to no, do no, 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 But they canceled him, didn't they? Cancel? They canceled like the twice. Yeah, but that was at the beginning. They're still stupid for that. But they canceled it twice. They brought it back. How many shows can you say that they've done that to? Uh, the the Futurama. Uh, wait, did they have that? I don't know. Um, okay, so show I want to talk about is Luke Cage because I don't feel like it's getting enough buzz, and it should to me. It is still okay. Convince me because I have not watched it yet. Have you watched Daredevil or Jessica Jones? Oh, I love Daredevil. Okay. My wife can't handle it, but that's fair too. So that's the other thing. They are super gory, and Luke Cage obviously keeps on that with it because it's part of this Marvel Defenders thing that they're going to be doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is sadly, it's even less. Super powery because I mean he Luke Cage has I don't know like steel for skin so like mm-hmm. he even proves that he shoots himself with like bullets and it looks so cool because they just bounce off him and then he like breaks some guy's like face with his uh, I don't know anyway so it's super but is gory. there a story that goes yeah, along so with it? so like, that's the other thing Luke Cage kind of if you did see Jessica Jones he isn't there for a few episodes and he's just super bummed about his wife and uh, he kind of still does at the beginning of this show. Um, but then, and he works in this barbershop, but I don't want to give anything away, but he gets attached to certain people, and then those people get threatened, and then he's like, all right, you know, I was meant to do something more than just clean up hair and cut, or serve meat or something like that, I don't know. So, there's this guy... very different things. Yeah. (laughs) At least I hope so. There's one job that does Uh, everything. The the main bad villain in it is, his name is Cottonmouth, uh... He's just a gangster from, I can't remember the city, but it's all in that Hell's Kitchen, kitchen. area. Yeah. So, 
Um, Does Daredevil ever make a uh, an appearance? No, sadly, that's the problem. The only people that seem to cross over in Daredevil, Jessica Jones, and Luke Cage is that doctor lady. Really? She's in all of them. She helps all of them. But that's it right now. I guess they're just saving it all for the Defenders series. Um, Okay. Well, I've been impressed by everything. And that's what... So so that's the other problem, too. Like, I like Luke Cage, but it is still underneath Daredevil and Jessica Jones. So make sure you watch those first if you... Mm. And if you don't like those, then you probably won't like Luke Cage because it still follows that essentially formula with that stuff. So Daredevil 1 and 2. Season yeah, one and two. Daredevil season 1 and 2. And then Jessica, and then Jessica okay. Jones. And then, yeah, Luke Cage. Especially if you like Luke Cage in Jessica Jones and you wanted more of him, obviously this is super surrounded around him. So, right. yeah. well, and Jessica Jones, uh, the sequel, or the second series coming back, is it, it's not going to be Jessica Jones. sounds like it's coming back as The Defenders. Yeah, that's why right, the right. season 2 of Jessica Jones and season 3 of Daredevil won't happen until 2018 and 19. Yeah. Because of the Defender series. Defender is coming that soon? Yeah, it's next year. Oh, yeah. wow. So they have Luke Hitch. The only thing we need to see is Iron Fist still, and then the Defender series yeah. drop. So Iron Which Fist is, I, I still think is a bad idea. You don't like Iron Fist? Well, no, I'm I saying I think is what I think is a bad idea is skipping an entire year for another season of any of these episodes. Yeah, it is a little uh, weird shows. that they're doing that. Like, I get that filming mm. stuff takes time, and I, but I, I also get that you can film all you that you need to and Whatever. Well, and okay. Well, I mean, let, let's yeah. let's look yeah. at Michael J. Fox. He was filming Family Ties and doing the Back to the Future movies at the same time. Yeah. Um, it's possible. Granted, yeah, you're going to get burnt out. But I mean, if the Defenders, it's not just it's not going to be Jessica Jones every episode yeah. or exactly. Daredevil every episode. So so why couldn't you do a series and, and then have them the show up? You think that's Netflix? I don't know. I don't know. Because that's the other weird thing. I like that Netflix has their own original series. I'm starting to feel like maybe it's a little too much, and they're just releasing a whole lot of stuff. And like, uh, a whole lot of garbage. So like it. <laughs> and it's like, mm, I don't know. But so far with Marvel superhero shows, they've done great. So yeah, I, I don't know. Um, there's been some Netflix originals that have been kind of like, oh, yeah, okay. Hey, 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 don't, don't talk down about them, because if those can get on there, I've seen a couple of Netflix and Hulu original series that give me hope as a filmmaker. So I'm like, if they can get on there, you better believe my crap is good enough to be on. All right. So, uh, so we, what what else? What else is um, there? Also, Westworld, if no one's ever mentioned that, I don't know if you guys no, have no. ever even seen I, the next one. I haven't watched it. so bad. You don't want to? No, no I, I haven't watched oh, it. Okay. I haven't so, watched it. So, there's a movie, 1973, called Westworld. It's based off that Michael Crichton, I think, wrote it. Okay. Um, and directed that one, and then obviously this is from, I think it's actually his son that's doing this. Okay. Um, but it's a world where essentially it's an adult theme park. You are put in kind of like a surrogate type thing. You enter another world okay. where you can't be hurt by all the other hosts, I think they're essentially called, which are just like AI people. They're set in the story. And they have over 200 different scenarios that you do. So it's kind of like you go in and it's kind of like a virtual reality game. So it's like, like The Void. So it's, it's, Yeah. Like it The Void, like, like not necessarily a holodeck, but yeah, no. you don't download your conscience into a computer. No, you are actually still there. So that's the other weird thing that I'm still trying to figure out. Like they, I don't know how they transfer you into that world, but you arrive, all I've seen so far is you arrive on the train and everyone getting off that train is people that have paid money to do this and then everything else in that world is fake, essentially. And so... I'm sorry, if I was getting off the train, first thing I would do is turn to the guy next to me, hey, hey! See, that's that's... the other weird thing. I I don't know how they... They've made it so that you can't hurt each other somehow and that the, the people can't hurt you even if they try. So like an AI tries shooting the guy... 
and it just hits him, but nothing happens, and then he well, realizes he's kind of, and then he just shoots um, that guy. Yeah, it gets really dark really quick sometimes. Um, but then one of the guy, one of the main guys played by Ed Harris, who I love, just a fantastic actor. Mm-hmm. He realizes that there's something more than just fun and games to this world. Like he wants to access something deeper and darker. Like he's kind of screwed up. He wants to be able to, I guess, hurt actual people. He wants to be one of those people that actually kills people, not oh, just have nice. fun with killing AIs. He wants to. I don't know. So. So and it's only three episodes in so far, so it's not a whole lot. Um, they've had stuff where the AIs they're they're programmed, and two of them have kind of gotten bugs in them, I guess, and they start like malfunctioning. And one just turns on one of the other AIs, and just it's pretty gross. He keeps just shooting him repeatedly, and then pouring milk throughout his body. It's weird. He's just obsessed with milk, but it's dark, and they they have to shut down the whole thing. Like a bunch of hosts are scared. Yeah. And they're like, what happened? And they're like, I don't know. He just turned on it. And so they're starting to realize that, hey, maybe this new update that they had with the AIs isn't safe for people. So they need to, like, tone them back. And that's as far as the show's gotten I so need far. I to see it. I'd like but to yeah, see it. It's, it's insane. The like, it's going to be one of my new favorite shows for sure. So, yeah. Nice. What about Gotham? Can we talk about Gotham for a second? Let's talk about Gotham. I felt like I'm talking a lot, though. Oh, it's okay. <laughs> so Gotham. Gotham. Season this three. show that I'm not super impressed with, but not not for opinions. not for the reason. Bec- I'm okay with there. There's no Batman. I love some of the story progression they've done with some of the villains. The thing that I, I just the show doesn't hook me. I'm not hooked. Where it's like, okay, I, I can't wait for the next episode. I can't wait for the next episode. You know, that's when I know I'm hooked. But this season or the series has never hooked me. Really? From the beginning, it's never hooked me. Literally, I I watched like two, three episodes of season two, and I'm like, I'm out. And I didn't watch, and I watched the rest of them when it came to Netflix. And I say, okay, I'm gonna catch up so I can at least know what everyone else is talking about, because it's just it has it. I, I hate Fish Mooney's character. I, I you know I was super excited when she, they finally killed her, and then she came back. And it was just for you, Daniel. You know, it's just like I, I don't like cash? the character. I, I agree. I don't like Fish Money, but as Scott was saying, I earlier, like the Fish power Money. is cool to be able to just, I mean, a simple touch and you can control people what they do. Yeah. And so kind of seeing that, but it was also affecting her and killing her. Yeah. So, so yeah, well, and then, you know, I, I loved her interaction with Penguin. In that I did. Episode, I, you know, I like how where, how Penguin oh. has progressed. I like how uh, Enigma has progressed. Oh, I love Edward. Um. I did like Hugo Strange. I think they did a great job in how they presented Hugo Strange. Strange. Yeah. Mm-hmm. However, you know, I wasn't a fan of what they did with uh, Mister Freeze. You know, killing off his wife. I was bummed by that. Um, the the on again, off again. I'm a cop. I'm not. I'm a bounty hunter. I'm not a cop. With Jim Gordon has kind of been weird. Yeah. So I really, I haven't even, I haven't queued up for you know. The, this season's episode of Gotham, but I just, it's like, nope, I can watch it later. Okay. I'll watch it later. Can, can I jump in there? <clears> sure, go ahead. For me, it's a lot like the new 52. I mean, it was hard for me to actually see a new interpretation of the Batman universe and take for them to take these characters that I've grown up with, that I've loved, uh, that I've known some of their backstories, like the back of my hand, and all of a sudden they have kind of turned them on a new point of view. Um, even Bruce, as soon as he grows up and becomes the Batman, some of these characters are going to be too old to still be even really worth fighting, it seems like. But at the same time, I mean, <coughs> a different interpretation. This is a different uh, 
you really have to look at it as if you can let go. You know, if you can let go of the characters and let go of how they were necessarily driven. I mean, it's like the kid that played the the, the Joker kind of kid. I loved him so much, and they killed him off. And I keep hoping that we're going to see him come back. I want to see him come back. What about there. the Bruce Wayne clone? What the heck? Yeah, so that's the other thing. So, so I'm going to jump over that. Um, he, I don't know, he drives me nuts. So if you've seen, well, the last episode I saw, he cut his hair, convinced Selena Kyle that he's Bruce Wayne. Even yeah. though I don't feel like he's acting anything like it. I was, no, no. I was like, come on, Selena's way smarter than that. She would never fall for that. I get you have to do it for the show. She whatever. loves him. But, and we haven't really figured out, but obviously Hugo Strange created him somehow in that lab. And I think that's cool because, well, and that's how they could bring the Joker back. Who knows how he cloned him or what he used. And they'll explain the scar that's going down the back of his neck and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But he can't feel pain. So, I don't know. I think it's kind of cool. Um, the other thing with Gotham that I understand, people, I think, were going in thinking, ah, I'm excited for this Batman show. And yeah. it's not that. Yeah. Well, see, and then that's the thing is when I went in, I knew it wasn't going to be Batman. I mean, they made that very clear. This yeah. is Gotham without Batman, yeah. which I'm completely okay with. I was just hoping to see, you know, what I had, you know, in the comic books, and again, I understand this. Could, this is an alternate world. It's not tied to the Arrow, the Flash, or anything like that. It oh, stands it on was. its own. Awesome. Oh, I, that's it stands on its own. But it just, again, it hasn't hooked me. I don't feel compelled to watch the next episode. Ooh, what's going to happen next? You know, and I was just watching it as something that played in the background as I worked. You know which character did hook me? Harvey. I think it's a great. I love no, so much. I think I think this is a great portrayal of Harvey. I do agree with that. He does a great job. Uh-huh. Um, and the guy, uh, I, can't, I can't remember his name. The guy that plays uh, Gordon, he does a good job. He does ben good. Yeah, yeah, Ben McKenzie. He does do a good job as uh, Gordon with what he has. But it's just well, it's a different Gordon. Though. It is. It is definitely a different Gordon. But it's just how they've written that character just doesn't resonate with me. I think they're doing a good job with how uh, Bruce is progressing. You know that that from what I've seen, it's like okay, this is this is good. I can see that kid becoming Batman through you know how he reacts to things and stuff like that. But I still the Alfred still just you like Alfred? I don't. He just grates <laughs> against my nerves. This is this is from it the Firefly. It always amazes comment. me every time an Alfred comes on. So I'm like, we well, can't be as good as the last one. And then like this Alfred's probably my favorite now. I do like, love this Alfred. I love. I, I like. Uh, you know, again, I li- I like the Jeremy Irons Alfred. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. And well, but, I don't get to see enough of him. But this, uh, you're right. We don't get to see enough of him. But this Alfred, I just like. I just feel like he's not the Alfred that we're used to that's the dependable backbone. He he, he seems a little whiny. He seems like he's a, a, an well, English he's jerk. Like a mother. Bruce. I know, but he, but he seems like a, a, a kind of a jerk where, you know, all all the other interpretations of Alfred we have, he's well, this is very gentlemanly. the youngest Alfred we've ever had. I know, I know. Yeah. And, and so, very and gentlemanly. Still, like, obviously, he's still pretty, what is it, physical combat, like, heavy, like, he's yeah. 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 So, and again, it is when he's first having to kind of raise Bruce yeah. as his own child. So, I don't know, he got the father-type figure in him, mm-hmm. sort of, even though it's not. But, I don't know. Um, we'll just have to see. Yeah. I, I have high hopes for this season, though. It is weird, though, too, because in Gotham, I'm just more excited for, yeah, the villains each time. Yeah. I know they're not going to be how they're portrayed before, but they're going to be in here because they're pretty much using every villain possible. Yeah, we saw Azrael, Azrael last season, yeah. Yeah. Uh, which was okay. I mean, it wasn't the greatest portrayal, but it was it was 
decent. Uh, you know, what other villains? I, I, I know everyone wants to see the Joker. Yeah. But really, we're not going to... If we go by the comic book storylines, Joker doesn't really appear until Batman. Yeah, and with Gotham, too, how they seem to portray the Joker is he's in everyone. Everyone has yeah. a little Joker inside him, and then it, it's... the laugh that... Yeah, yeah. so... So, no, so we, we can see another Joker-esque character. It might not be the Joker. Yeah. Well, because we've also seen the Red Hood. Yeah. Uh, well, but the Red Hood yeah. bounced around. Yeah, well, again, that's what I like in the show, concept. too. It was just yeah. whoever took the thing. It wasn't like any yeah. one specific person. So I thought yeah. that was cool. Um, yeah. We'll well, I mean, even means. in The Killing Joke, we kind of see that. He's like, isn't that the Red Hood costume? He's like, oh, yeah, we had, you know, we've had this guy and that guy playing before. Yeah. So, I mean, the Red Hood did bounce around. I like how they brought that mythos in, but... Yeah, I I would really love when they finally do introduce the Joker that it is he has that bad day and that's yeah. how he really comes in. Yeah. That would be beautiful to to kind of pull in the Killing Joke into the Gotham, uh, and then. But again, well, it, this is what I predict, Spoiler and I could be alert. completely and wrong. Becomes the Joker. Is we get to the very Jordan. end? It's the it's the final season. He finally dons the bat suit that last episode, kind of like what we saw with Smallville, and then that's the episode where we see that the guy become the Joker. The Joker as well. He falls into the pit of vat of the acid, and then at the very end, just before credits, you see the hand come up, all white and disfigured, kind of like what we saw on the Batman with Jack Nicholson, and then they roll credits. That'd be crazy, but that's like. Seven seasons away. I mean, it, it could, could be. I don't know. If the I don't know. Do that well. but, but seriously, I, I that would be awesome to see. But I, I, I don't think it would last that long. I mean, because I mean, how old is this kid, really? Yeah, that's the other weird thing too. Well, but again, they're not following the story, so I don't know when he's supposed to technically leave for his training. But it, he might never. I don't know. Yeah. So we'll see. Um, crap. There's one more thing I want to say about Gotham. But We're almost out of time, though. So you better hurry. That uh, little plot hole about how they made Ivy grow up really, really quick. They actually did that because I was like, "How are you wasn't that a genetic, that? Yeah, that some was, genetic?" Or... And then no, it was one of the guy's powers was he ages people, so that's it. He oh. killed two people, like he held yeah. onto their skin for like I don't know, like ten seconds, and it aged like a hundred years old, and they died. And I was like, "Oh, that's cool." He grabs Ivy, but then she pulls off and falls, so that aged her literally like the four, however many years it would have needed to be. I'm like, "Oh, that's cool," because I was like, "How are you guys going to explain that and get yeah, away?" Yeah, I with really that? like that. I like that. It was really creepy when she did her little dialogue. I'm different now. Yeah. Outside <laughs> and inside. That's I'm what like, I thought oh, was like, Oh, no. No, you're a little 12-year-old. Like she's supposed to be. Because oh. Poison Ivy is a seductress of people. But see, this is the thing that, with doing that, just throws everything off. Because Poison Ivy and Catwoman are supposed to be around the same age. And now they've and just now disjointed that. Well, they can accelerate yeah. Catwoman later. I don't know. Yeah. But it's true. Why don't we just accelerate everyone? Yeah. Um, then let's get back. Selena Kyle, that child actress is amazing to me still. Oh, because yeah. she portrays... She does a good job. It took me a while to use her. Yeah. The way her eyes and nose is set just kind of bugged me for the longest while. Um, but now it's def. She's definitely. I don't know. She's her face she's not has the worst changed. Catwoman, I'll tell you that. Right no, her face has changed quite a bit. I don't know if it was just maybe makeup or the hairstyle that brought it out. But uh, watching the, the second season, she did a great job. I yeah. she really did. And then whoever so, plays Cobblepot, he's like my favorite oh my gosh, in the show. That's yeah. more the why I'm watching the show. So right now. really, no, the guy they they casted for Cobblepot was amazing. Uh, if you've ever seen uh, oh, what was that show with Justin Long, and he started his own college, 
Accept it. Accept it. He's in that. Really? The guy that plays Cobblepot. So you remember when someone knocks at the door and there's a guy with bright blonde hair and he talks really fast? Yeah. That's Cobblepot. With the kidding. speech impediment? Yeah, the speech like, impediment. That's funny. Yeah. So that's okay, Go so back that's and watch it. Go I back and watch it. And it is him. I saw him. He was in The Walking Dead. He was in an episode. Oh, yeah. Cool. Two episodes uh, of The Walking right Dead. Okay. Yeah. The other thing, there's some movie called Would You Rather that's a super scary, screwed up movie. And he plays like the guy who's super messed up son in that movie. And he's kind of like. Maybe that's what got him cast. Yeah. For so that's what, it's probably true. And, I, and so when I saw that, I'm like, oh, that's cool. That's why he was perfect for this. So nice. he's definitely. No, I, I, I think he's a. Brilliant casting for Cobblepot. The wow. guy they have uh, casted for Edward Nigma yeah. is a great casting. Mm-hmm. And the last I saw, well, I don't know how much spoilers we're talking about, but it's three episodes ago, but Cobblepot finally got him out so to yeah. be with him. So I'm excited to see him more now as well. Yeah. So. I mean, they're definitely showing the relationships the villains are building. They're showing the villains growing. I'm, ex- I, uh, it, I, I'm excited to see where they take it, but at the same time, I can wait till it comes to Netflix and then just binge watch it. Yeah, I'm just sense. I'm just not hooked into it. So, I run in the morning to it. Literally, there's yeah. hundreds of shows that people are watching, so it is hard to keep up yeah. with all of them. Yeah. So, are there any others that we need to cover before we close nope. the show? Uh, with that said, give us your thoughts, your opinions on these shows. Let us know what shows you're watching and that you love and why. And maybe we'll talk about it on another show, or maybe we'll even bring you on the show to, to give your opinion. Did we talk about Rebels at all? No, we didn't talk about oh, Rebels. Gonna loving Rebels. Show. Loving where that's going. Yeah, Rebels good. We'll talk about it on our next one. We'll talk about it. Darth Maul. Darth Maul. All right. With that said, we're out of here. Apprentice. Suck it, nerds. Hey, Dungeon Crawlers. Thanks for listening to the show. As always, please like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, and always, always tell your friends and family and everyone else about the amazingness of Dungeon Crawlers. But just a couple things I want to update you on. Check out Wednesday's show when we have several authors come in to talk about their new anthology called Windows into Hell. An amazing, amazing concept and theme, um, and it really fits this time of year. So check it out. Uh, And also, just as an update, uh, we kind of found out today that author Jason King's book Thomas Destiny is finally on sale. I guess there was some sort of glitch in the uh, the marketing or sales tool or whatever they use to put things on sale like that. Um, I know it, we had originally said it was the 16th, and for some reason now it's finally on sale. So we do apologize about that. Um, they did inform us this morning so that we could get that updated for you. But as always, you know, like us, follow us, and please... Please let us know what you want, what you want to see on the show, what you want to hear on the show, who you'd like us to try to get on as a guest, because we want to hear back from you and we want to know what you want. So with that said, we're going to take off and have a fantastic week, and we'll see you on Wednesday.